I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Boys, we're here to preview the week, so we should jump into that, shouldn't we? <laughs> Now, guys, we've got two games on Sunday. Uh, one's at 1.30, one's at 3.30. We've got the Manly Sea Eagles up against the Rabbitohs in the first game of the year uh, over at Allegiant Stadium in uh, Las Vegas, which is uh, for any of you NFL punters, the Las Vegas Raiders. You can see I'm wearing the singlet. I've been told uh, before I hopped on this show, I had to give my wife a shout out because she bought it for me. So props to her. Uh, we've got game two at three. My, my wife buys all my clothes, so. It's and Josh's mother buys all his. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> low blows. It's very early in the season for low blows, but I love it. <laughs> we've got we've got game two at three thirty. We've got the Roosters versus the Broncos. So let's let's talk about the winners first and who's hot coming in. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Firstly, first, on... before, you, before we kick off, how much time did you spend at work today doing these stickers? Mate, I tell you what, my, my work is very flexible. Thanks to my bosses, they're good people. <laughs> we so, can tell. Yeah. <laughs> now we had fun. Actually, to be fair, shout out to Matty G, who hosts our NBA show because he's incredible at this stuff, and he did some of these for me. So shout out to him. Boys, well, let's talk about the winners from the Sea Eagles and Rabbitohs first, and Burbo nags the edge spot, which was expected, but it's a big win, super coach-wise, Matrix, isn't it? Yeah, it's, if he wasn't in your team, he should be now. Um, look, we're all, you know, wondering what's going to happen, I suppose, in three or four weeks' time. But right now, Burbo looks like he's going to far exceed the 277k that you pay to get him in. A few questions around on Burbo, Josh, and whether we're worried about Josh Schuster floating around in the background there, but is there every chance he just returns through Reggie's to start the season and Burbo gets an extended run? Yeah, I think even if Seabold rates Schuster highly and wants him to start, like Schuster hadn't had a, hasn't had a preseason, so you can't just expect him to walk back in. Like I would give Burbo at least five weeks. Like I think that's the worst case. Worst case is he has a stinker and Corey Waddell comes in, but I just think you know Burbo's won the spot of a good preseason. They give him some time. Like, there's no point. Like, if Seabold has desires of starting Schuster, 
why drop Burbo for Waddell and then have to drop Waddell for Schuster? Like you're just mixing up too many combinations there. So, I mean, you've obviously got Luke Brooks is still quite new on that left as well. So you want to try and keep it as harmonized as possible. So yeah, I'm giving Burbo at least five weeks and that's you know, at a minimum. Yep. Another winner here comes into Jacob Gagai, doesn't it? He kind of come from the clouds um, maybe two, three weeks ago. And uh, he's jag the air uh, the, the wing spot for the Rabbitohs. Um how long does this last though Josh are we looking at someone who's got a bit of an extended run I guess the same question as Burbo are we going to get multiple weeks out of him because it looks like he's replaced um Munro on that right wing yeah less confident on on Gagai because obviously we knew the dilemmas that the Rabbitohs faced with Isaac Thompson uh not being allowed to go over to Las Vegas because of his previous convictions in Australia so that's probably the biggest watch for Teamless Tuesday in two weeks' time is if Thompson just walks back in. Um, but if Gagai plays well and, you know, it doesn't make a disgrace of himself, then there's all the chance in the world that he stays there. Um, he'll be fighting with Richie Kenner and obviously, yeah, the aforementioned Isaac Thompson as well. Less keen on him, but at bottom dollar named, it's probably worth the punt just with how little cheapies we are probably going to get. Now, we, we should move on to the starting prop for the Rabbitohs, and, and we know that Matrix has kind of created a bit of a nickname for this man, the the Cappuccino. Uh, Matrix, yeah. do you want to talk about the Cappuccino? Because uh, is, he, is he still in your team at this point in time? Oh, I mean, he's named. He's there. The Cappuccino, I tell you what, a 50K cheaper than, oh, maybe 60 or 70K cheaper than Totola. We're all looking at Totola, but let's look at the experienced Cappuccino with a change of scenery. Um, I'm excited. He had a ripper game in the in the preseason. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the second game in, in preseason from the Cappuccino. I would have liked an extra look. But, um, yeah, look, he's straight in my team at 380K uh, in front row forward. I was looking to save some dosh. And, um, yeah, he's got a great nickname. He does, self-acclaimed. Um, going from one starting prop for the Rabbitohs to someone that could play prop, someone that could play in the middle, someone that could play on the edge is Jai Arrow, Josh. Uh, I know that you were pretty quick to throw him in your team. Um, so tell us tell us the thoughts behind that. Yeah, obviously Arrow's had a little bit of inconsistencies with his role in the south side, floating between 13 prop and, and edge. Uh, in the last three years, he's played 27 games uninjury affected on the edge for an average of 55. Uh, and that came about 67 minutes. Now we expect Keon Colomitangi to play 80 uh, on that left. Now his arrows moved to the right. People are saying that that's going to negatively affect arrow. I don't really say that because the left edge is you're basically a glorified block runner anyway um, for, for Cody and, and Trell. So I think arrow to the right is fine. Uh, the bench looks pretty good. You've only really got Jacob Hoss there to to take minutes from. Um, and we heard the reports of Cam Murray moving to the edge during games. I don't expect it to be much more than, say, 10 minutes. So that probably aligns with Arrow at that 65 to 67-minute mark. Uh, and, yeah, priced at something like a 40... I had his price up there. So he's priced he's at 46. Uh, 466. That's about a 45 average. Um I was doing some stats. In those 27 starts, he only went under 45 three times, uh, and one of them was a 45 and a 44. So uh, I think you could do definitely a lot worse. I'd much prefer him over to, uh, over to Tola, and then I'd prefer Cappy over to Tola as well. So um, if you've got the money, go Arrow. But if you are needing to, to skimp out, then I'd obviously like Cappy as well. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. Okay. Sorry, correct yeah, myself. Yeah. 
come on. Um, no, no, I'm with you on the arrow shout. Obviously, to kind of confirm this, it's you're looking at him at front row. You're not putting him in the of two course. RF, are you? Yeah. So, of course. having a guy that's going to play six second row. Yeah. He is yeah. a second row that you can put in the front row forward. Front row forward's a dismal. Let's just take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Now the question question becomes: Do you run two Vegas guys in front row forward, or do you want to leave yourself some flexibility? Can you run an Arrow and Kepi, or would you just leave yourself a, a little bit of flexibility for next week if anything went pear shaped? I personally think that I want as much flexibility next week. I'm trying not to lean in too hard to these guys that are going to be playing this weekend. Obviously, you're picking the best players available in your squad. You're trying not to look too much at what's happening this weekend and how that split TLT is going to work, but. I am wary of it. I don't necessarily love taking the two guys from the same team this weekend. Um, we'll, we'll talk about why a little bit soon. But, yeah, I, I think if I was to pick one out of Kepi and Arrow, I'd be picking Arrow purely because, you know, the minutes are going to be there on the park for him. Um, as opposed to Kepi, yes, we saw one game from him like Matrix mentioned, but how do we know that that's going to replicate? You know, he, he's had a really high PPM in that game. I think he only played, what, 30, 35 minutes in that trial. So we're going off a 35-minute sample size for Kepi to over undo a two-week period. Three, three or four years of, of not good Legit, being relevant. Yep. He never had the nickname before, though. Yeah, I guess that, that, is true. that does. If that, that gets does. along to him, I'll tell you what, we're going to see an extra 10 points of value, I reckon, if he finds out. 100%. Um. Let's move on to the Roosters Broncos winners. Uh, Jesse Arthurs is named on the wing. It seemed like it was a battle between Arthurs, Mariner, and Corey Oates and Hose. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Corey Oates has missed out on this one. So he'll fall into the losers category. But Jesse Arthurs, tell me, Matrix, you're a Broncos fan. Um, are you a fan of Arthurs? Is he worth considering? I like him. I think he's a trap because not much has changed this year from last year. He's still just going to plot along, be worth 400K. And if you're okay with that, then you're okay with that. If I'm spending 350K for a bloke, I want growth out of it. Otherwise, I'm just taking a 200K cheapie. Um, I think Dean Mariner's a jet, and I think Dean Mariner will go fantastic. But unfortunately, he went too well last year. Um, that's It's hard to know with Cobbo moving to the centers if that's the preferred side, but I think Dean Mariner will score a lot of points this year and you should be looking at him in draft. Yeah, good shout. Draft versus classic, very different in terms of approach, but could be a better pick up there. Classic, probably better value. Piakura, though, uh, there's been a lot of uh, kind of toing and froing. I can guarantee he's coming out and in of a lot of super coaches teams uh, in the last week and a half. Now, how do we feel about him at the moment? Are we as confident as a lot of others? Because he is still in the top 15 most owned. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on Piakura? I, I know initially when we talked to RFs, you weren't a big fan based on the, the scoring output in, the, in that trial. Do you still feel the same? Yeah. Yeah. Even more so with the PCL. Like, I know he's trained. Um, obviously, listening to NRL Physio, he's a, a big advocate for return to performance rather than return to playing. Um, and it shouldn't affect him a huge amount, but there is, you know, a couple of question marks over, over it. And... Yeah, I know that the trial probably got more people keen, but it probably got me less keen seeing the 77 with two tries in 40 minutes. So um, I don't think it's a bad pick. You're not going to lose money, and he's definitely value. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's a bad pick. I just think there's better options for cheaper um, or slightly more. But, yeah, obviously a stud, great line runner, um, and, yeah, might be, you know, great for the Broncos in real life. I'm just not too sure 
how big the upside is in terms of a classic standpoint. And when we're talking about so many good mid-range 400k 2RF options, you've got to weigh that up too. Like how many other guys are going to have better roles or better opportunity than Piakura, better base than Piakura, not be so attacking reliant. So there's a lot to consider there. Um, obviously with him playing in game one, or sorry, game two, uh, this round as well makes it even harder. You don't even get to get a proper look at him after this injury either. It's not like he injured in the first game and he came back and played in the second and we had a look. Um, yep. you're, you're playing him purely off the back of an injury, which which is a concern. So definitely hmm. worth considering for sure. I think I think, because, I think because he is cheaper than most of the other guys, like more than the Lukies, the Lanes, the Firmers, I'd prefer to not start with him and then pick him up in round three. Rather than starting with him, he sucks. And then you have to find the 50k to, 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 to like, if you, if you start with him and don't start with the Fermor and Fermor goes huge, you have to find money to get him. I'd rather start with a more expensive guy. If I have my doubts of a peer core and then cut back. Yeah, that's a good just, shout. And we're not going to get them all right, are we, Maddie? No. And just having a look at that bench though, sort of gives me a bit more confidence. Like planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Look, if Baker, I consider a front row forward, I suppose. Like, Hetherington will play lock minutes when Paddy Carrigan's off, maybe rotate into the second row a little bit. Willison, I would say, is a front row forward and then a utility there. Like, the minutes look like they're going to be there for Piakura. We think Ricky will probably play 80 and Piakura will probably play, what, 60, 65? Uh, yeah. Imagine 80 for, for Piakura. Like, it, the minutes aren't the issue. Yeah, can they both play 80? Yeah, I think so. Unless unless yeah. they decide to play Kobe at 13 and, and shift Patty to, to the edge. But I think that's more that's unlikely right. than likely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it wasn't necessarily even about the minutes for Piakura. Even if he plays 80, you're, you were saying that he's really attacking Reliant and probably, you know, someone you should consider looking elsewhere from. Um, so, mate, uh, tell me about Xavier Willis and Josh, because is Ben Dobbins a fraud? I don't know. Like, there's there's some some weird reports going around. Obviously, um, he was pretty adamant that that Marty Tapau would play over um, Wilson, and then obviously the teams were named that um, you know Wilson did start over Tapau, but you know apparently Dubbo said on the news tonight that he's still very confident that uh, Tapau does play over over Wilson. So I don't know. Um, the dude's doubling down quite hard. So hope for his uh, credential sake, he's right. But um, yeah, time time will tell. I'm not really keen on on Wilson. I think there's better options in 
Hughes, obviously. And then obviously we saw Thomas McKayley be elevated to the top 30 today. Not that it mattered too much, but I think it just puts more confidence in his role with this squad. For sure. Now, Satili Tupanua is someone that we're, we're going to have a lot of questions about. I've already seen a few in the in the comments. He's been named to start on an edge, but the question marks now become with Nat Butcher named on the bench, you've got to really consider who who's going to get the 80. Um, I, I'd say one will between Sua Wong and Satili Tupanua. I'd say one of them plays 80. Uh, do you agree, Matrix, or how do you think this is going to play out? Because we've talked all through the preseason about the Roosters and their whole forward pack, and it's really hard to predict what they're going to do and how they're going to play it. But Angus Crichton hasn't even been named in the 17. So surely one of them it has good stocks. Yeah, I think it's Satili, and maybe it's just me hoping that the cheaper guy is also <laughs> the guy that gets it. But, yeah, when I was looking at options like Piakura, well, Satili at 20K cheaper, 25K cheaper or whatever he is, um, become probably an even better option because you've got similar question marks across both of them, um, but one's a little bit cheaper. He has a pedigree. I think Tupanua is a very good pick and probably plays the 80 with um, Josh Wong and um, Nat Butcher switch, switching it up a little bit. So, Do you agree, Josh, uh, about that rotation? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they both play 80. The bench is quite light. You've got Lenyu, who's not a big minute guy. Um, you've got Nafur White, who we expect to drop out for Maria Hargraves. And then you've got Cheese and, and Sandra Smith there. So it's not a, a huge bench. I expect them to both play 80. But if one of them, if I was to bet one of them to play 80, I would bet Tupanua over Wong. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to them both play 80 and yeah, the fact that there's no, apart from Nat Butcher who can play through the middle, um, I don't think there's any concerns over Tupanua's stability or, or, you know, security in this side. Like you've got no Egan Butcher, no Angus Crichton there, um, which is you know huge for both him and, and Sua. Yep. Um, talk to us about Spencer Lenu because I know you, we've all kind of shared the same thoughts about Spencer Lenu and, and his predicted minutes throughout the season. Some people are higher on him than others, but um, I probably lean with you that maybe we've got to proceed with caution with Lenu, even though he has been picked to start. Yeah, I'm not uh, not really keen on it, not seeing it. Um, I know that I know that I said that the bench is light, but I I really can't take many of these Roosters middles, and that, that includes someone like a Terrell May. Um, I know that people are like, oh, well, you know, new club for Lenu. Like, what if he plays 40? Okay, so in the last three years, he's played 40 minutes six times for a 41-31-69. That was with the trying line break, 28-38. Uh, so you take out that um, trying line break because we don't like to assume those. He averaged something like 38 points, and that's with 40 minutes. So you're asking him to have a big minute uptick and still not even eke out five points of value. I just think when, yeah, he might play okay minutes week one, but then what do you do when, when JWH comes back? Does he move to the bench? Because we know how much Robbo likes JWH. There's just too many question marks over it for me. Like I'd rather just take a punt on a guy with an historic, historically better PPM in obviously like Royce Hunt or, you know, take a gamble on a Sipley based off, you know, trial performances. Yeah. Good shout. Made me smile when you said Royce Hunt. I'm sure we'll talk about him next week. Um <laughs> Let's uh, let's move on to the losers and the guys that haven't been picked this week. It's very cold for Talos Duncan, isn't it? Extended bench. Uh, very popular pick throughout the preseason, but then we saw in the trials, he was more so training, and then the rumours are that he was training in the middle and hasn't played any edge this season, which kind of diminishes his value in that pack at the Rabbitohs, Matrix. 
Um, so it's kind of, uh, if you got him, obviously you move him out. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, um, you're hoping that he would get a run. Uh, doesn't look like they're going for more experienced guys, which I probably completely agree with, to be honest. So, um, any other losers in this first game, Josh, that we've missed? No, not really. Um, the Rabbitohs, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see. I think ta- teams were named pretty much as we expected. I mean, Ruben Garrick, I guess, is another loser. Like, we, we knew it was coming, um, him to be named at centre, but it just today confirmed it that he's just not an option at all. Yeah. Um, Gus Crichton, obviously, in this uh, second game for the Roosters, uh, named on an extended bench in the 18. Uh, we were kind of hoping that we'd see Gus of old, but it just doesn't ha- hasn't happened, hasn't come across, so we can move on from him. Uh, Corey Oates, not named as well. Looks like he's been beaten out by Mariner um, and Arthurs for those wing spots. Connor Watson also not named in the 17, uh, which kind of surprised me a little bit. He's been beaten out by Sandon Smith. Uh, Matrix, how do you uh, how do you feel about that? Not overly super coach relevant, but we just love Connor Watson at his best, don't we? Yeah, maybe he's just not quite back to his best. Maybe they just want to see him play more footy before they get him back into first grade first. But look, I love Connor Watson. I'd love to see him play some more footy, and I think he will get his chance this year. I don't think it's super coach relevant, though. The uh, the NRL Ron Burgundy, Connor Watson. Have a go at the bloke's haircut and mo. It's very people, Ron Burgundy-like. People think, like, Max King is, like, my favourite. Like, genuinely, like, Connor Watson is my favourite NRL player. Like, and that's not a joke. Like, he generally is my favourite player to watch. And, yeah, hopefully he has an injury-free season, can find his way back into the into the team because we saw in the trial how good he was, and I expect him to be there or thereabouts this year. What about Terrell May? Now you you put a really good post up, and I've seen you. You've said things in the uh, in the podcast previously about Terrell May and the fact that you need to get over the fact that he's named on the bench, um, and he's still a viable option in your front row. Josh, um, do you want to explain your thinking behind that? Yeah, so like I'm not endorsing May at all. Um, I think I've been pretty clear in my stances. But if you are a May guy, like you have to get over that psychological barrier of. Uh, just because a guy is not picked one to 13, that doesn't make him a worse option than a guy that's picked. So like eight or 10, um, just because someone is named to start, it doesn't mean they're going to play more minutes. Like that's just uh, a fact of the matter. I think Lindsay Smith played more minutes than Moses Liotta last year. And that just shows you, I think Moses Liotta averaged like 40 minutes a game and Lindsay Smith averaged 42 or something like that. Um, you just have to get over that barrier of, of, you know, numbers and, and sort of work out why players are starting. Someone like JWH, someone like Spencer Lenny, they bring something different and they bring a lot of aggression that can set the tone for a game that maybe Terrell May doesn't have. He's much more of a game breaker with offloads and tackle breaks and stuff. Whereas Lenu, JWH, these kind of guys are more in your face. So that's maybe what Robo's opting for. But I, if you were on May before four o'clock, like if you're sitting there at work at 3.30 going, Terrell May is my guy, at five past four, I wouldn't deviate from that just because he's named on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, a, a kind of a hurdle, isn't it, for all of us when we see we want starters in our team. We want players because we naturally think that a starter is going to play big minutes, but it doesn't necessarily work out like that, especially with Robbo for the Roosters. That bloke does uh, all sorts of musical chairs with his lineups throughout the week. And in, even into Sunday, we could see a completely different 17 or a, or a few changes from the extended bench come in at the one day cut matrix. So, um, yeah, you've got to be flexible, don't you? Yeah, you do. Um, and to double down, it doesn't matter if the guy's playing off the bench. I think the minutes are going to be there for May, like not 50 minutes. Um, but I think the minutes are going to be there for him to at least rise a little bit. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.